Welcome to Tiger Paw Radio, the podcast that tackles all the challenges and opportunities of channel convergence. If you provide managed IT, managed print, VoIP, security, or other technology-driven services for your customers, this podcast is for you. Tiger Paw Radio, exploring channel convergence one stripe at a time. And now, here are our hosts, James Foxall and Wes McDonald. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting episode of Tiger Paw Radio. I am your host with the most, Wes McDonald. And I'm really excited today uh, to be talking about a topic which is, quite frankly, uh, in the office equipment space and in the world of managed print, uh, been sorely neglected for you know most of the time that we've been offering uh, managed print services. And today, that is all going to change. We're going to be talking about um, security, um, but not the security you're thinking of. With all these remote workers now that are working from home, um, there are additional layers of security concerns and people are addressing those from a network perspective, but not from a print perspective. So we're going to dive into that a little bit today. Uh, and of course, we need experts to be able to talk about these things. And I'm so excited today to have Eric Crump, who is the Director of Strategic Alliances at Ringdale. So uh, Eric, why don't you uh, introduce yourself uh, and don't forget to give us one interesting fact about yourself as well. Sure, one interesting fact. Okay, good. Well, thanks again, uh, uh, Wes, for inviting us to join your podcast today. Uh, my name's Eric Crump. Uh, I work for Ringdale. I'm, uh, like Wes said, I'm the Strategic Alliance Manager uh, Director there. And so um, I've been working with Ringdale for the last six years and, and working with uh, resellers and OEMs and analysts to, uh, to evangelize the Ringdale message uh, for Follow Me Printing. And, uh, and the security and compliance um, solutions that we're providing to market. Um, kind of talking about security, uh, maybe people don't, uh, a lot of people don't know uh, that um, once upon a time, I used to actually be in the Army National Guard driving uh, M1 Abram tanks. Oh, wow. Uh, so uh, I, I did that back in my youth, and uh, that was a very, um, a, a great uh, experience to serve our, my country and to uh, be able to, uh, yeah, uh, experienced uh, that life, so that was uh, that's yeah something probably people wouldn't have imagined. Maybe with my without hair right now, they might be picturing <laughs> me a bit in that uh, vein. But uh, but yeah, that's probably something that a lot of people don't know about me. Wow, thank you for your service and uh, you know for pro providing a whole other level of security for people. That's amazing. Yeah, and actually, I forgot uh, one interesting fact about myself, and what I'll probably go into is. Uh, just last week, I think you might have been aware of this because uh, we're also part of a board together uh, for the Managed Print Services Association. Uh, but last week I went um, uh, fly-in fishing up north in Canada and I was at a lodge in which I was catching over 100 fish a day. I mean, wow. it was, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was almost, almost every single cast brought back a fish. And uh, so for my listeners out there, if you've ever considered doing a fly-in uh, fishing trip to some remote lake in uh, beautiful parts of Canada. Once the border gets back open, I highly recommend it. So, Excellent. All right. So let's dive in here. You know, as, as more, as I kind of, you know, brought up initially is, you know, more and more people are uh, printing from home. That's one thing about the pandemic that is, has changed how we do business, I think for, you know, quite a long time to come. Right. And as we've seen, you know, globally with numbers and in the U S that, you know, numbers are still surging and, uh, uh, as our listeners, some of our listeners may know I'm Canadian and we're starting to see some resurgence in other areas too, right? So I don't think this work from home thing is going away anytime soon. And, and actually, uh, before we started recording, you shared a statistic about the number of, you know, people that might be working from home on a, you know, on a basis going forward. What was that stat again? Oh, sure. Yeah. Gartner just put out a new um, study and uh, 
talking about home workers and 82% of companies are saying that they're going to allow workers to work at home at least part of the time, if not, uh, and then uh, I think it's 47% said that they would uh, keep their workers at home permanently. So it, it's definitely, you know, significant. We were already on a path of, you know, remote workers was kind of normal, but this is becoming, uh, you know, a larger pop population of, this, of staff are gonna be able to work at home part-time or full-time. Yeah, I think certainly what the pandemic has done is it's taken something that was quote unquote normal in a sense that if you had to stay home, you could do some work um, and that there were certain, you know, team members, maybe had somebody in a, you know, in another country like myself, I've been working remote for the last, you know, 13 or 14 years, right? But I think people were really holding back on, you know, kind of looking at a major part of their workforce working remotely. And I think what this whole thing has done is it's shown people, you know, especially business owners and executives that, hey, you know what, this is actually quite functional. Our people were much more productive than, than we thought they were. We're having cost savings in certain areas and we don't know when this thing's going away. So let's, let's continue, right? And, yeah, and I th yeah. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, just saying a lot of uh, uh, companies are listening to their employees to see what would they prefer, right? Because some, some employees are not wanting to stay at home uh, and they prefer the office environment. So I think oh, it's sure. a good time for companies to listen to their staff and see what's gonna work best for the company and for their employees. Oh yeah, we, we saw that firsthand at Tiger Paw, right? So when we were going through the whole thing, we had a, you know, a list of people we entered into bringing people back into the office gradually. And we had some people just chomping at the bit, right? That were, you know, just couldn't wait uh, to get back because that's where they're most productive. And that's certainly never gonna go away either, right? But when we, when we talk about security, you know, that, you know, the, the one thing that we, I think we're doing a pretty good job of as companies, at least those that are offering managed services or some kind of managed IT offerings, um, is network security, right? And of course, there's always going to be holes and there's always going to be problems, but it's kind of a, you know, it's a known thing, right? And I know that a lot of our customers that are in managed IT are providing the, you know, the increased remote uh, network security pretty much from day one, and it's been a booming business for them. Um, but as I alluded to earlier, the one thing that's been missing in the print world is that we still have these, you know, these documents that are, that are physically printed. Now, in the office, that's one thing, right? And do you remember that story? It was years ago. There was a, a leak from the NSA, and it turned out uh, a girl named Reality Winners um, actually uh, physically printed off some documents, stuffed them in their pantyhose, and, and then got them to the press, right? So, I mean, that's, that, that's one risk in an office, but that's an entirely other risk when you've got so many people printing from home, right? So, so let's talk about that for a second. Maybe you can talk about uh, physical document security, you know, what sensitive or confidential corporate things are being printed. And, you know, then we'll talk a little bit about how, you know, you, you see that as, as potential ways to take care of that. Sure. We, we had actually, uh worked together with, with uh, Kyrcerica on some uh, an, a security survey and asking large organizations, you know, what does, how does paper become a problem from a security perspective? And 68% of those organizations said that there was some sort of data breach uh, with printed documents. So usually that's documents sitting in the output bin on a printer within the office uh, and maybe somebody else picking it up. Um, and so that was, and that's a pretty uh, steady statistic. So even with solutions out there in the marketplace, some companies have, you know, are adopting security solutions with printing and some aren't. And so that's, uh, it's pretty obvious with 68% still uh, having security breaches due, due to printing. 
One of the other statistics that was pretty interesting is 58% of those data breach, breaches um, were due, due to uh, some sort of internal threat. So if that was you know, somebody, a disgruntled employee in the office, uh, you can only imagine with our um, remote staff today with you know, the pandemic happening all at the same time and things with unemployment and such that, um, uh, that the, uh, the behaviors of the wor workers working at home they may be more susceptible to some sort of insider threat. So that's, that, could, that should be a big concern for organizations uh, as we're going through this time is uh, because if, if they're not familiar with what documents are being printed inside the office and the workplace, uh, they surely don't have an idea of what's being printed at the home. Um, when without the right tools in place, uh, they're, they're not gonna know and there's a potential for a security breach of information just in paper at home. Yeah, it's really interesting. And, you know, you and I uh, in a past life used to be competitors, right? So we both, you know, had quite a bit of experience with, you know, software and tools and methodologies that are capable of, you know, not only, uh, you know, tracking document output by name and, you know, file type, et cetera, um, you know, but also uh, looking at the time that it was printed, who printed it, you know, those kind of things. And, and, and I myself, you know, because I, I, was in that world for a while, uh, can't understand how people wouldn't just naturally gravitate towards that for remote, you know, environments, right? Like just to have that knowledge and, you know, what do they say? There's an old expression that uh, car doors keep honest people honest, right? Or car locks keep uh, honest, <laughs> honest. And, and, and that's the same with, you know, uh, being able to monitor the type of jobs that were printed, the name of the job and who printed them is that, you know, good people that may otherwise, you know, uh, you know, be less careful than they should be um, or influenced in ways that maybe they, you know, that, that companies wouldn't expect, um, you know, will think twice, right? And I think that's really, you know, really important. So, so obviously your organization, you guys take care of that. Um, but what are some of the hallmarks of things that people should be looking for um, if they start to think, okay, I want to, you know, get on board and start doing a better job of managing the, you know, the security of the physical document output? Well, definitely, especially when you're looking at uh, the, the remote worker in the home, it's just kind of understand what's happening. You, you need to look at what kind of devices that have been put in place, whether those have been provided by the company or those have been purchased uh, by, the, uh, by the employee themselves and using those. That's going to be really important. Uh, there, there is um, some very non-intrusive non software that's available uh, that we have uh, that you can install as a, as a client on the workstations and as they print uh, at their home, um, the employees aren't really bothered. It makes printing easy for them. So they're, they're allowed, you know, they're able to do their job without having to do, you know, strange things to be able to print, which cause, you know, security problems. And then um, the, the log of information as they print, uh, we can uh, provide that back to the headquarters office uh, along with all the other printing that's happening. So you can get a, a better picture of what, what people are printing you know, how much they're printing, and then by uh, being able to collect that information, you can start to see, you know, wow, why is, uh, why is Wes printing so much? Uh, he's working from home and trying to, you know, maybe understand uh, who are the, maybe the bad actors there. Um, that might be a security risk or even a, a cost risk, right? Because you're they're looking at, you know, how do you pay for the printing for those uh, employees? So I'm trying to understand what are the printing trends and maybe you don't need printers for those employees, and, and maybe you do, uh, but you don't know that unless you actually are collecting the data and, and can see it for yourself. 
Yeah, you know, I think the other benefit too, right? Because I, you know, for years conducted um, managed print assessments trying to help organizations to do a better job of, you know, managing their print. And, you know, aside from just the security benefit, that there are cost-related benefits too, right? I mean, you probably have stories of your own, but, you know, I remember one organization that I did a print assessment for that somebody was on a very regular basis on uh, Friday afternoons printing off a bunch of stuff for their, you know, church on the weekend, right? And, you know, that, that costs the organization money. So I think that by putting this security infrastructure in place, there's a nice side effect, which is that those providing the services, especially as we start moving into more of a flat rate world, right? As people are starting to offer, you know, either uh, device uh, by flat rate billing or user, you know, flat rate billing to print, that it's really critical that they understand that people are, a, um, not taking sensitive information or confidential information, but B, you know, printing things that are really, you know, related to work and, you know, and nothing else. And I think that becomes a bigger problem or a bigger risk, you know, in a remote, you know, kind of environment, right? Exactly. Because again, it's not working through the standard uh, business systems, right? So it's, it's kind of, it's, it's not being seen at all because it's not being monitored by the systems. And so by, by putting something in place uh, that's actually that there doesn't bother them, that they don't even maybe even know that it's there, uh, it's going to help them because they're not going to find strange ways to print, like copying things on a USB stick and plugging right. it into their laptop and printing it to the printer. Uh, now, we're not saying put a card reader on a printer at home. No. Uh, but at, at least, you know, you can put some low-cost um, solutions that are easy for the IT department to deploy and manage and something that they, the end user doesn't really need to bother with. And at the end of the day, when you tell the staff, well, we're, you know, and like, we're, we're bringing security up a notch or, you know, as we're going more work from home, you know, people's behavior change because they think they might be tracked, right? And so even if the software's not there to do that, they might actually change their behavior. But uh, when they're working from home, they might be printing on the weekend which is yep. different than, you know, you were in the, uh, in the office. We have, you know, banks, we have resellers that work with banks and they've said, well, we want to know who's printing on the weekend because people should be printing on the weekend at the office. Sure. When they're working from home, they might be working on the weekend because that's when they work. Um, so it'll be, it's, it's again, unless they are collecting the information uh, and reporting on it, they really, it's a, um, it's a big problem from a compliance and security angle. Oh, it certainly is. And I, you know, I think, you know, security with document security is, is pretty much unknown, uh, an unknown thought for a lot of organizations. They don't even know that there's the capability or, uh, or the expertise to help them to do that, right? That, that's what I found over the years that once I actually introduced people to solutions like this, it was kind of like, geez, you know, how did I not, you know, know this was going on, right? It was right under their nose. They had no idea that they had the capability to add that kind of you know, security and cost control layer, right? So sure. And for the and for the office, one of the things we've been working with um, companies like banks and um, you know internet payment companies is you know they have access to credit card numbers, have access to our asset information, uh -huh. um, and so you know they've you know when they unfortunately they usually cut they come to us after they've had a problem instead of being proactive. But um, essentially, we've had them say, look, we want to know if people are printing credit card numbers or print people are printing account numbers or, you know, this uh, very important information. You know, number one, we want to you know, protect the bank. We want to protect our customers. But also there's these, you know, these privacy laws that are in place, uh, whether it's in the States or Canada or globally, that, you know, we need to make sure we're 
abiding by. And so we've been able to actually look at the content of the documents. Uh, so as people are printing, um, for example, for the customer uh, service uh, area where they have all the credit card information, you know, watch those, you know, the print jobs for those people, understand if they're printing you know, information they're not supposed to, uh, such as credit card numbers, social security numbers, and be able to uh, flag that. Um, it's interesting, there's a bank that we heard about, uh, similar to the reality winner uh, situation where a gentleman owed money to a loan shark, um, didn't have any money to pay him back. Uh, instead, he had information at the bank. So he printed, uh, printed uh, three pages worth of uh, account information with addresses, uh, provided that to the loan shark. And the loan shark wasn't interested with the money. They all had at least a million dollars in the bank. Uh, they wanted the addresses of the people so they could go break into their homes. <laughs> and so it's uh, the only way they found out is they, they, they caught this loan shark. They did uh, a search on his home and they found these three sheets of paper with the account information on it. They were able to trace that back to the gentleman uh, who had access to the bank records because they knew those people were at this uh, specific bank. And so the president of the bank had to come out and say, look, this is what's happened and I take full responsibility. And it's just over three sheets of paper. Wow. So it's, uh, yeah, so it's, it's things that you, you don't know about. And so again, put a little bit of prevention uh, goes a long way. So let's talk about that a little further because you know I think in the reality winner story, and in this one, it was kind of, they did forensics, right? So you know, it was kind of post uh, crime. And what kind of things are available for, you know, people either, you know, uh, by the way of automated alerts or other kinds of notifications to let them know that something could be happening? Is that, is that capability there as well? Sure. So we can do the ability of you know, printing from a mobile device or printing from a, uh, from a computer uh, would be able to track that information. And we can do different things. We can archive the documents so that you, if you wanted to see exactly what they printed, you know, over the last three months, that, that could be one thing that we could do automatically. Uh, we can also, so if they just wanted to say, I want to do that, just doesn't matter what the document is. We just want to uh, target this one area. That's one thing we can do. Um, we can look for specific uh, information like social security number, uh, national ID number, uh, account numbers, uh, those kinds of things. We've even been uh, asked to look at things like a form number. So um, there's uh, a qualification number for a Fannie Mae mortgage application. And so for qualified uh, forms, there's a very specific number. And so that's something that we've been asked to look at because uh, the, the bank didn't want a disgruntled employee to walk away with qualified uh, applicants to go work for another bank. Um, so those are things that we can do. And we can do a combination of you know, sending an email alert to somebody who needs to know that somebody's doing something inappropriately. Yeah. We, also, we can also send a message back to the person that says, you know, you've printed something. It may have been, you know, a mistake, but, you know, you've printed something against our security policy. Um, and it just depends on how much the customer, you know, the IT department or the, or the compliance uh, officer wants to uh, communicate that to the end user. Um, but, you know, we can alert the end user. We can alert the security staff. We can archive the information. We can put a watermark on the document. So that, you know, so you can track it physically uh, and not just electronically. Oh, so, I like there's, so there's a lot of different ways. And I, I, what we find is it's, there's not just one magic way that everybody wants it to work. It, depending on the way their organization works, uh, they may want to do 
uh, one thing or another. And so it, it really becomes a consultative uh, opportunity, which is a great opportunity for resellers, right? It's, it's not just selling a piece of hardware, I'm sorry, piece of software uh, and a printer. It's really understanding what the business problems are because there's a value to that. Um, and that's a, a great value to their business, especially in this time where page volumes are dropping. You know what? And I've made a note on that because I want to dive into that a little deeper, you know, a little further in the podcast. And um, w one other thing I want to talk about is you remember, um, I think it was a couple of years ago when HP came out with those awesome videos with Christian Slater. I love them. The uh, Wolf series, you remember oh, that? Yes, the, the Wolf. I won't yeah. howl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I might put myself on pause and howl, but I just, <laughs> I just love what they were doing. But, you know, I think that, you know, they were approaching, you know, physical printer security uh, in a way that most of the manufacturers at that time hadn't. And I know that a lot of, you know, the other uh, printer manufacturers and copier manufacturers have caught up since then. But, you know, at that time it was kind of groundbreaking. And I think that they suffer, you know, kind of the same problem we do in the managed IT world, which is that, you know, cybersecurity and everything else, it's very easy to convince somebody, you know, that they need security services once, you know, they've been locked down by malware or, you know, other, you know, nefarious means of uh, security breaches. But, you know, until then, it's very hard to convince people that, you know, the threat is real, right? It, it kind of reminds me of, you know, trying to convince people that don't wear seatbelts to wear seatbelts until they've had a serious accident. You know, sometimes that message doesn't get through, right? So, so looking at that, you know, physical, physical security, you know, do you have any ideas or, you know, uh, thoughts on how, on, you know, why people should be more concerned about that? Well, definitely. I think, um, yeah, I mean, HP brought a lot of things uh, to, at least to light, which was, I think, a benefit to all of us. Um, just to, to raise awareness about what's going on. I think some of the devices that might be in homes, uh, probably you, know, you have the very consumer device um, that's out there to the very um, more enterprise level. And so even with HP, different models have different levels of security. I think the, um, the one thing that, uh, yeah, I guess we're telling a lot of old war stories, but uh, back, um, I think it was last year, um, you had this kind of race who could have the most popular channel on YouTube. Yep. And um, you had this PewDiePie uh, guy, so, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, and so they actually had this guy called the Hacker Giraffe who created, you know, this this hack for printers, which wasn't new. It was something that had already been out there before and just took advantage of it. And so anybody's printer that wasn't protected, you know, wherever it was, he was able to, you know, access those printers and print jobs on them. So I think at the end of the day, he did it a couple of times. I know it had supposedly over 100,000 printers printing these flyers to vote for this guy's YouTube channel to be number one on YouTube. Um, and some of that kind of, again, that was just showing, hey, look, this is an external actor who's doing this. And, you know, all he did was something, all he did was print flyers, right? Uh, so, but he could have done something else. He could have done something more malicious and put something on those devices. Oh, sure. And, you know, cause a problem. At the same time, the same uh, person even hacked the Chromecast device as well that Google has for TVs. And so instead of printing documents, they were putting it on the screen on, the, on smart TVs. And so, um, yeah, I think that this is, again, right now from a physical security perspective, it's something that people need to look at is, you know, are the devices that you have, you know, at the office, everybody's doing the right thing. Uh, but when it comes down to home, people just bought whatever was available. 
and um, you know they may not be the right devices for that meet their security um, criteria. So it's really the time. You know, everybody bought a bunch of things, uh, a lot of printers already. But you know, again, going forward, what's the real strategy? What's the real strategy for these organizations, and how do they? how they put the right devices that they can manage because nobody's been managing printers at home. No large organizations. Um, no. And so that's a big opportunity for resellers, obviously to, you know, provide a service that's, you know, here's a catalog order maybe of something that includes service and security and you can charge, you know, uh, for whatever you think the market will bear for that. Um, but right now there, it's a problem that they haven't, realized yet and it's something that you know the resellers can uh, at least say look this is something you need to be con maybe concerned about and I can help you with that and here's how I can help you with that. well I think it's really important and you know I'm always amazed like when you think about it you know the printers and and copiers now and even home printers are essentially a uh, sophisticated computer device that spits out paper right that they have chips that they have RAM that they have you know, all the hallmarks of anything else that's going to have Wi-Fi. <laughs> they have Wi-Fi, absolutely, right? And, you know, it's it's incredible, but they're not treated um, with the same security eye that other network devices are. And I, I wonder why we keep doing that, right? Because you mentioned the, the Chromecast, and in the connected home, the same problems exist, right? If it's a thermostat or if it's an HVAC device or uh, my stove, like I have a stove that is connected now through Wi-Fi. And, you know, so I can use the app on it and I can actually look at what the temperature of the oven is and set timers and everything else while I'm at home, right? And, you know, that is, it's shocking that, you know, we've ignored that security for so long. And as you pointed out, this is probably a good segue into the opportunity, you know, that's there for dealers, right? So let's spend some time on that. Sure. One, you brought it up already, but I think that um, there is huge opportunity for those device placements if they spend more time, not just talking about cost, because as you know, in the managed print space, that's been one of our biggest problems is that, you know, deals always come down to cost, right? You know, who's cheaper, who's, you know, whatever. And I think that there's an awesome opportunity here to have better margin deals and to have better control of that equipment in those offices if they focus on the security element, right? So to say, hey, look, here's our list of approved devices. So if you've already got these in your, you know, your home office is great. Um, and then to do an audit on the other devices saying here's the security issues that exist with these devices and why we recommend you don't use them, right? Exactly. No, that's, that's, that's really important. Yeah. And, and I'm, as you know, you've known me for uh, quite a few years now. I'm big on, you know, assessment-based selling, which is kind of looking at those things, not just the, the cost and, you know, pages per minute, but, you know, the other aspects of how it's affecting workflow. And I think security is, a, you know, is a huge one right now, right? Yeah. Now you mentioned as well, so that's one, making sure that they can get those device placements in, but obviously there is an opportunity for, you know, for charging for um, those other services, right? One of the, one of the things that I love about either, you know, user-based or device-based flat rate billing is that it, it gives us this opportunity to, uh, to put things into that price, which aren't necessarily related to just the physical output, right? So, um, you know, one example that I can use, I, I can remember uh, for years, one of the things that dealers were really concerned about and they couldn't get paid on uh, was scanning, right? So, you know, like there's physical wear on that device every time somebody scans something and never prints out a page, yet customers were very reticent 
to pay a per scan you know fee right and the way that we got around that with the flat rate billing was it was just built into the flat rate price so it wasn't it wasn't you know although the dealer was taking account of it as a cost and putting markup on that because that was part of their offering customers didn't say no anymore right because it was just built into the overall package so i got to think that if people are looking you know and as you mentioned earlier people are printing fewer pages right I got to think the dealers would be interested and the channel would be interested in ways to layer that, that pricing to include something uh, that is probably higher margin. And typically the software component of most opportunities is higher margin than the physical stuff that's going out the door, right? Yes. That, they, that they've got to be interested in that. So do you think there's an opportunity if they start looking at home offices in a different way? In other words, you know, don't, don't just, you know, bend over to cost per page because that's what you've always been doing. Do you think that there's other billing opportunities and opportunities in those remote locations that, that maybe they weren't, you know, going after in the corporate environment? Yeah, because it's a race to the bottom. It's a, it's a race yeah. to the, you know, you're fighting Amazon for the, for the cartridges that are going to be put in the home offices. Maybe you want those, right? You want every, uh, every opportunity there. Yeah, we definitely see that. We ha we have resellers today that have already been doing that. They've been bundling, you know, fax services, scan services, secure security services as part of their offering, and uh, and they're being very successful. They've made it very. Um, uh, they have a robust offering to give to the customer. They make it easy to have the discussions, uh, and do the the appropriate upfront work, just to make it easier. And at the end of the day, when they um, when they use it and then they recognize the value with it, it makes it a lot easier at the end of the day. But um, especially for the home office, it's just it's not just about you know buying a printer off of Amazon and, and putting oh. it in place. It's, it's really putting the 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 added value at, around uh, the security angle. Um, I think for sure, and that's one of the things I think people just are just not available are not I'm sorry they're not aware of what's available in the market today. Um, as things have changed radically in the last, you know, six months, um, there are, you know, solutions available to to address this and and help these companies make more money. Well, and the and the funny thing is, those solutions have actually been available for a lot longer than you know just the pandemic, right? Oh, sure. I mean, what we've been doing, we've been doing uh, since 2016. So it's um, specifically around the home workers. So. It's um, it's a technology that's already been uh, tested. It's been out of the market. It's been with banks and other uh, companies, uh, schools, and so this is something easily put uh, in place for the home worker, and hospitals and other organizations. Sure, sure. For, yeah, because yeah, especially everybody. I think one of the uh, latest or well, one of the surveys I had seen it actually wasn't even a new one. Uh, I think healthcare had thirty-seven percent of their staff working already remotely part of the time. So, I mean, and that was the low number, you know, financial services was over 42%. Uh, and so all of that's increased, right? And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, this is the time to, is having something different to, to the market, uh, to taking the customers, have that consultative approach, understanding how they're um, dealing with the pandemic, you know, how are they looking at safety in the office with printing, because it's the most shared device in the office other than the coffee machine. Um, you know, and, and then how are they, what are they doing in the office as far as, you know, pandemic uh, reconfiguration and redesign, but also, you know, what does the home office look like for the future and how do, how do you be, a, how, how can these companies be a good partner to work with those companies to help design that together? Sure. Uh, and, and just, and, you know, definitely make money doing that as well. So. 
I, I would agree. And I think you got to layer those, you know, those value adds in. And you mentioned a name earlier, uh, which was Amazon, right? And, you know, Amazon's not stupid. And I did see uh, someone shared a post on LinkedIn, which was a picture taken off the web of Amazon offering um, uh, remote print services like home print services, right? So they would provide the sure you know, the device and the ongoing toner. So the only way to compete against a company like Amazon is to make sure that those value adds such as security are strongly entrenched in the customer's mind, right? Because otherwise, if it just boils down to price, you know who's going to win. And the other thing right now is a lot of people are looking at local businesses and supporting local business. So, you know, take advantage of it, you know, because they're, they're looking at that, you know, I'm your local provider, I can help you, you know, we know each other and, uh, you know, we have uh, you, uh, your interests uh, at heart. So, I mean, definitely take that because Amazon is not going to be there for them. No, they're not. And I think that that's one, uh, you know, real advantage of, you know, the pandemic, if there is a silver lining. Um, my wife, for example, is in retail and the amount of business that she's gained from people just because they want to support more local businesses has been really refreshing, right? So there, there is an appetite for that. And, you know, I certainly think you layer that uh, sort of buy local appeal with uh, the security offerings, then mm -hmm. uh, you've got something uh, where you can actually not only win, but have a higher margin deal. And I think I really want to drive that home it's, it's not often I interview people where I'm in the same space and I'm really excited about this one, but you know, this idea of getting away from the race to the bottom, the only way to do that is to layer it with value adds. And there is nothing like um, security, especially with remote workers to be able to drive that message home, right? Sure, it's like, and, and, and it's hard to take away. Oh, you wanna take the security away? Okay. <laughs> right? It's, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, we just got to do a good job of selling that. And like you said, they're, they're not just war stories. They're real stories of sure. people that have been stung in the past. You know, some of it probably we knew we had to do anyway. You know, we we're just kind of putting it off. Um, and some yeah. of, you know, some of it's brand new, some things that we never thought of before, right? Exactly. So in, in the interest of time and uh, for our listeners, you know, we're getting towards the end of the interview. But one thing I always like to ask is if you had one piece of advice, right? And I think what's really important in this podcast um, you know, as we're starting to look at uh, security and, and moving towards the future, we don't want things that are, you know, that are just going to help them through the pandemic. These opportunities should be long lasting, right? So if you had one piece of post-pandemic advice for providers that want to take advantage of sort of these print-related opportunities of the remote worker, what would that look like? I think the biggest one, we talked about it earlier, is just challenge your, your existing providers. Uh, you know, really go to them, say, how can you help me help you? Uh, because at the end of the day, it, it's a partnership. And so I think that that's the, the biggest thing is things have changed. Um, and uh, a lot of the uh, resellers uh, maybe don't understand everything that, you know, these solutions can do. And so it's, you know, it's the time to say, look, we need some help. Do you have something that can help us and uh, that nobody else is doing? Because uh, if, it's, if everybody's selling the same thing, we're just back to where we were again. Uh, it's really, but how do you different, how can you help me differentiate my business so I can, uh, you know, create solutions for my customers and help me make more money. So I think it's just challenge, it's challenge your existing service providers and say, you know, show me how to make more money. Well, that's great. And if, if people do want to dive into that a little bit deeper, uh, how would they get in touch with you? Uh, you can reach out to me. It's my email address is um, eric.crump at ringdale.com. Um, and uh, just, yeah, just let me know. 
and uh, we'll definitely uh, reach out no matter where you're at. If you're in the United States, Canada, uh, in uh, China, uh, in Australia, we'll, we'll reach out to you. Well, that's great. And, you know, as we're talking about security services for print, there are a world of other offerings. Um, as you start to look at uh, some of those adjacent offerings, I also encourage your listeners to check us out at www.tigerpod.com. Uh, this is what we do. Uh, diversified services for security and a host of other things. So please make sure to reach out to us. So Eric, I can't thank you enough for taking the time to dive into this topic with us today. And for all of our listeners, I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Tiger Paw Radio. Welcome to Tiger Paw Radio, the podcast that tackles all the challenges and opportunities of channel convergence. If you provide managed IT, managed print, VoIP, security, or other technology-driven services for your customers, this podcast is for you. Tiger Paw Radio, exploring channel convergence one stripe at a time.